Ladies, gentlemen, gender non-conforming, welcome back to In the Queen's Throne Room, the witchiest podcast in this side of the kingdom, where we are officially spooky now. It is October when this episode will be released, so we are fully and in gear, full spooky, full scary, full all of that. David S. Pumpkin, Hex Girls, you know the drill. It is officially the crux of Halloween season, the climax, and we are just going to be talking about uh, spooky, scary movies all month long. Um, of course, we talk about what we want, what we want with whoever we want, but the spooky is real. Um, of course, it, it has been spooky season for a while, but again, it's the full month. And as I mentioned during last week's episode, um, oh, well, I just mentioned that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible notes here. Um, but of course, I can't talk about these horror movies without amazing guests. And today I have a new guest on the podcast for you. I have brought on my wonderful friend Cassidy here today. Cassidy, how are you? Hi, TV. I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I am very excited to kick this off, um, especially with but one of our favorite horror franchises. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, yeah. So today um, I brought Cassidy on because we are talking about both of um, I know this is my favorite. And I also know it's hers. Exactly why I brought her on. But we are going to be talking about the Scream franchise, um, which uh, is um, directed, um, well, created by Wes Craven um, in 1996 with the original Scream um, and is known for um, the iconic horror icon of Ghostface. I-, I guess he's a horror icon, maybe an image. I don't know, because he's not like a singular character like the rest, but he's pretty cool. So I thought we kick things off with that because um, I love this franchise. Um, I know you do too, Cassidy. Oh yeah, 100%. I have on all my Scream merch right now. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> like, it's not a lot, but it's a pretty decent amount. I mean, weren't you like, I swear every other week you tag me in something that's like, oh, um, they're releasing, like, they're um g- giving away a new backpack or it's a button or something. Just always yes. something, which I yes. love <laughs> because I'm, I'm definitely not that deep, but I think I need to get deeper. Yeah, I'm like, definitely. Well, here's my thing. I just got start like more into the horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Scream's always been obviously like a favorite of mine. But even like then when I was younger, I used to be like, I can't watch that. Like, I don't know. And then I'm not sure what sparked it up this year to where I was just like, I'm obsessed. And now like my Etsy is full of Scream things. <laughs> and like, <laughs> everywhere. It's just it's kind of bad. Um, I love that for you, though. That is that is a healthy obsession. I don't think that's bad <laughs> at all. And I think that segues 100%. into like kind of how we got into it because I feel like, um, well, the funniest thing about how I got into it, like talking about like because you were talking about, um, how you didn't really like do um scary movies before, and mm-hmm. things like that, was like I actually knew about Scream when I was really young and like terrified. Which I'm sure a lot of people would find surprising, but um, like when I was younger, like the littlest things, like um, going into like a Halloween store and there'd be like really creepy like animatronics, like you know how what you see at Spirit Halloween where you can press the button yes. and like play with it. Yes. Yeah, I used to be sca- so scared of those as a kid. 
Oh my god, same. I'm still kind of scared of those to this day. Like, I try not to go on that section of spirit. <laughs> I'll stay more towards the costume. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it was the same. Even when I was younger, I think the first scary movie I've ever seen, and it's going to make you laugh so hard, was Scary Movie 3. That <laughs> 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 when she pops out of the TV, it was over. I was like, no, I don't like this. I don't, nope, no scary movies for me. And then, I don't know, like... Like I said, like I've just been, I've stayed away from scary movies. I'm not a fan of them for the longest until like like this year. I've I've watched all the Freddy movies, all the Scream movies. Obviously, I've watched Scream forever. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the oh, I've even watched The Exorcist, and my mom's like terrified of that movie, but <sighs> I found it hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I mean, I, I still think it's great. I still think it's one of the best horror movies of all time. But I feel like of course, some aspects of it are, like, kind of cheesy. Yes. You know what really made me mad? When she's, um like, levitating from the bed, you can see the strings. I'm like, what in the 90s yeah. horror is this? Mm. It's actually the 70s. Yeah, it, but... it's, it's real early. <laughs> yeah, it just, it made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh, my gosh. But yeah. I don't understand why my mom was scared of it but I guess I can see it from back then yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah I, I I had the same ish, um thing with that even though we're not talking about exorcist but I'm gonna go into it because people were like it's the most terrifying movie I can't do it like maybe people like our age that would be saying that and then I'd have adults and I was like I'm gonna watch this and I, I really enjoyed it like I think Ellen Burstyn is fantastic in it mm-hmm. she's so underrated I mean obviously Linda Blair is icon of the movie but um, but they said like, oh, it's so scary, which I think the scariest movie ever that I've ever seen. Well, I, I host is close from Shutter. If you've seen that, that's a good one. It's the one on the Zoom call where they have a seance. That, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet, oh, but I've seen Unfriended. Oh, host, host fucked me up. I haven't seen Unfriended, but host fucked me <laughs> up. And every, everyone's been talking about it um, in the horror community. And I'm, I'm just trying to tell more people because it's god it, it did not like i didn't expect it to get me the way it did but mm-hmm. it, it it feels like too real like because i i also when i watched it was when i was like on zoom calls like all the time and so it it just uh it freaked me out but the one the one that really scares me is poltergeist i don't know why i can't explain it but that one just feels <laughs> like it, it could happen to anybody like, like every day I, I just like if something like weird happens in my house i I'm like, are we in Indian burial ground? You um, did they leave the bodies oh, but only move the tombstones? God. They only move the tombstones. Okay. <laughs> the way that you are speaking of poltergeist is the way I think about Scream. Like, I'm more scared of like the home intruder movies. Um, uh-huh. So when I first watched Scream, it like scares me. Even if I'm home alone and like my house will creak, I like lock the doors and I'm like, nope, we're not doing this. I've seen. I've seen one too many horror movies. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know. And that's kind of funny. Like, I love Scream, but I hate the whole home invasion murder thing. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But um, I I mean, since we're on that, we might as well get into the first movie um, just to kick things off. But like, Mm -hmm. I, I think the thing that really has always gotten me about Scream is how well it kind of riffs on the genre that it's a part of 
Yes, because, I agree. Yeah, because I, I think I watched it at the right time. Like, it sounds like you watched it, like, I don't know if you watched it when you started watching scary movies or when you had seen quite a few. Like, did you watch it before or after Freddy? Before or after the Nightmare movies? Oh, um, so I think... Okay, I remember distinctly. It was when I was 13. <laughs> I had just watched um, Dead Silence. Have you watched that one? I haven't. Scary ass movie. That one. That one messed me up. But then right after we watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 version. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is genius. And my friend was like, have you watched Scream? And I was like, no. So she let me borrow it. And after that, I'm like, I'm obsessed like obsessed oh my god that's so fine because i hear nothing but bad things about the nightmare remake really yeah i i've heard so many bad things i mean i've seen pictures um because i i started with the i've only seen the first two um in terms mm-hmm. of nightmare i well what i did when i first started getting into movies was i was like i'm not sure i want to go into the whole franchise i want to see the first film so like yeah um which um, I, I think I kind of, well, I, I think I started with Halloween, which is kind of the OG, the like the big slasher. Um, yep. And I saw that and I think I got to three on that and then I stopped. Um, and then I went to Friday and then I think I went to Scream and then Nightmare, I think was the last one, which is really strange because everyone is like, oh, oh start with Nightmare first, then go to Scream. Mm-hmm. But I did the opposite. Yeah. Um, but um, I- I've seen pictures of um, how they did Freddy in the remake. And I don't know, it just bought, like, it looks weird to me. And it feels weird that it's not Robert Englund because nobody can be Robert Englund as Freddy. Like, 100%. I agree. I agree. 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 A thousand times. Oh my but God. But yeah, I mean, I actually have a cousin and he's um, a film major. And he, even then, like, he breaks down, like, all these movies for me and, like, what he likes, what he dislikes. Mm-hmm. Um. And he thinks the remake was like really good too. And I was like, I thought I was the only one. And all I hear is the same thing. I hear trash from it. And I'm like, no. Yeah, that's. Um, now, now you have me curious. I kind of want to watch. <laughs> I, I mean, granted, I need to see. Well, well, wait, no, actually, I've seen the. How did I forget? I, I literally watched the um, Dream Warriors the other day. Um, I, I just think that that one was kind of disappointing to me, but that. That'll that'll be another discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, but scream. Um, but I, um, what I was getting at was I know that I saw it kind of when I was familiar with the franchise with um horror, and kind mm-hmm. of like because when when you see like a certain amount of horror movies, you kind of start to see what they do every time. Like you're watching, you're like, oh, this is happening. Oh, then that's gonna happen. So you kind of can see when things happen. And yeah. then this one, which I mean, it was groundbreaking, groundbreaking when it was released because when they promoted it, they really promoted Drew Barrymore. And mm-hmm. um, nowadays, we know she's only in the film for like the first ten minutes because she's yeah. the first killed. Which, I mean, the opening scene is iconic. Like, hundred percent. Like everyone in the horror movie community, whenever you ask, like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" Like, you always have to do it in like the creepy ghost face voice on the phone. Yes. Um, yes, and if you don't, something's wrong with you. Exactly. <laughs> but like to think back then, like people were certain she was gonna be the main character, and she gets killed off in like mm-hmm. the first ten minutes. Like that's crazy. And then the whole film just—it's filled with 
all this like crazy exposition because of um uh oh my god what's his name i'm very, uh, i'm oh my god i'm so bad uh it's the name of the friend who knows everything about horror movies and he like outlines randy yes randy <laughs> he's oh my, my favorite he's the best character oh my god i love him oh my, oh my god because like his whole thing he like he makes the movie um yes. for me i mean granted like also sydney does because i think she's the best um final girl that we've ever gotten which yeah. is why she's the one who's lasted longest i, I mean so has um uh laurie from the halloween series who i also love mm-hmm. um but she just i don't know there, there's something so badass about her yeah so cool but but with randy like he's like oh yeah this is what happens and then the whole movie you kind of watch how they kind of navigate that and kind of break that cycle in a way and like play on it and like um when they break the rules like there's consequences it's i don't know it's so self-aware and and i haven't seen a horror movie that's since that's been that self-aware and also like kind of plays on the humor of it yeah i agree yeah and i mean like also like the twist in it like um which like everyone knows the twist that it turns out that it's um sydney's boyfriend and um mm-hmm. uh matthew lillard's character who matthew lillard he's another one. Oh my god Stu is everything <laughs> oh my god he's just insane which i mean i love um stew and um uh billy which um something that i found out after watching it is so his last name is loomis which ties into halloween because the doctor in halloween is his last name is loomis oh my gosh yeah so that's like another like little reference like like you can tell like that uh west craven who i mean he was already like pretty far along in horror history when he made this um but when he um but when like you see that you're just like oh yeah mm-hmm. and i'm like i i mean there's so again there's so much to this entire movie but i mean i i also love how like gay it is that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i mean am i wrong or am i am i right <laughs> i mean please elaborate um just oh god like I, I mean, I mostly think about um Sue and Billy, yes, because okay. they're going behind Sydney's back, and they're very comfortable and like really emotionally distraught around each other, like uh-huh. un- unusually, like that that whole scene where like they tell Sydney and they're like real up close with each other. It just is like, yeah, I feel I see it now. <laughs> It just, I, I remember the first time I watched it because I, I think I was out when I first watched it. And mm-hmm. I just sat there and I'm like, are they secretly fucking each other? Like, is that <laughs> what's going on? Like, like there has to be an explanation to why, like, Stu is involved in all of this. I know. L- a- aside from, like, the reasoning of um, Sydney's Billy. mother and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, and then, like, when they, like, but I, I mean, granted, that whole scene is just insane. That's probably one of my favorite scenes in the franchise is, um, yeah, the okay. reveal. Well, yes, I think that's going to be, like, number two for me. 
Mm. Number one will have to be, um, I'm not sure why it's my favorite, but the part where she um, is home by herself and Billy shows up unexpectedly when Ghostface was trying to get her. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Dewey opens the door. She, like, freaks out. Yeah. I don't know why that's my favorite part. I think it was just, like, so much so much happened. And you're just like, oh, wait, wait, what, what, what? Yeah, and, and you're, you're just, like, confused because, like... Yes. That's one thing the movie does, like, really well is at the beginning, like, you're like, Billy seems like the character that would do all this. Like, it seems, but the whole... But he does things to kind of draw you away. Exactly. And point you to like twenty other people, which all all the films do that. Yeah, like the whole time, like in your head, you're like, you're like, who is it? Which, I mean, someone on this, I I know on like when I've looked up up these movies on Wikipedia, like usually like with um, movies like Halloween or, excuse me, um Friday the Thirteenth, um they call it just a slasher, just like mm-hmm. an upfront like it's a slasher. This they call like a mystery who done it type deal. Um, which it is, but I think it's another reason because yeah. like it just it keeps you guessing, it keeps you invested. Whereas with the other ones, like you're wondering who's gonna die next. With this one, you're wondering who it is, who are they going after, why are they going after them, like what's the motive? It, it's so, it's so much deeper. Yes, and, and I, I feel that, and I think that's probably why you like that moment. I feel like because that moment kind of encapsulates it entirely. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And with you going on about how like well, um, they like filmed it and put it together. The part in the video store, I think yes. that is the part that when I first watched it, it threw me off, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Randy! He's wild!" But then I was like, "Wait, no, he's like all spunky and stuff. He just really likes scary movies." Yeah, and then that's. Like, after, like, I literally paused it and, like, soaked it in. And I was like, okay. Now I'm thinking that it's Randy. Because Randy was kind of, like, riling him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so was Billy when he showed up out of nowhere. And just, like, the way he talked. And I was like, but we'll see. But I have friends that watched it for the first time. And they were just like, oh, it's her dad. And I'm like, what? How? <laughs> but then like that's their thing and then they were completely thrown off with it being billy and randy oh you mean billy and Stu? billy and Stu. sorry oh my goodness <laughs> I, I was confused I'm, I'm like is she talking about Stu? because that's a <laughs> I, that's another one where it's it's so gay because like they're like all over randy but they're like mm-hmm. looking at each other like they're double teaming him and I, i'm just like that i i think that's the moment where, where i like walked away and I, i'm like is there something going on with those two? Like something yeah. that's like, like it, it didn't immediately read like, oh, they're the murderers. It came off as um, they're secretly banging each other in the back of the movie store. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just so queer coded. I mean, I watched a queer coded video and, and um, they were talking about like the stabbing is, can be like symbolic for phalluses that they were like pegging each other. Um, but like they they just have such like a vibe. Like if you watch it and you think about it, you're just like, oh, maybe yeah. they were. Yeah. No, I like that's why I said now that you mentioned it, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but aside from like all of them, like I think we also need to talk about the other icon of the series, um, Miss Gail Weathers in the first film. 
Yes, Miss Courtney Cox. Cox. Uh, I mean, granted, I hated her in the first movie. Like, because she's so awful. Okay, yeah, I felt the same way. But then I guess, like, once you start watching the other movies, she just grows on you. She really does. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, and the, even in the fourth movie, I was, like, defending her. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yes, exactly. So I'm just like, I love her. She's my queen. Yeah, I, I mean, like, she well i think the thing with the first movie is she's awful to sydney um whereas in the next films she's kind of not she's kind mm-hmm. of awful to everybody else and you also kind of realize that she kind of was on sydney's side in yeah. the first movie in a way like yeah, I mean, she saved her life yeah like she she's such a multifaceted character like i mean i love sydney like she, she's so great like she has like the best one-liners like I, I think it's when she when she finally like gets Billy um at the end there and she's like not in my movie oh when she um does the double shoot to make sure that he's yes. dead um and she's yes. like and she shoots him is like not in my movie like that that's one of the most iconic lines and looks yes but, but Gail has like her moments too she just the because like you think that she's gonna be like like, I, I feel, I think there was a point where I was watching the first movie and I was like, maybe it's her. Like, I really don't think it's her, but maybe it is. Yeah. Um, but then it turned out, like, that she was, like, kind of ahead of everything. Like, she she was a jump ahead of everybody. Like, she, I feel like she might be, like, sometimes the smartest person. Um, mm-hmm. Like, her and Sydney are the ones who seem to be ahead of things. Um, then, like, there's poor Dewey who just, I, I feel like he always just gets trapped in it like in some way because he, he always gets like the fake out kill yeah he... oh, poor, Dewey. poor Dewey I mean I, I'm not a big fan of David Arquette's acting I'm gonna be honest there's something weird okay, about I can, yeah I can see that but I don't know his character in the Scream franchise is just like I love it just maybe it's cause he's like a little ditzy yeah <laughs> and I love that yeah, I, I mean, maybe part of it is um, the the parody of him in the scary movie films, which yes. has not aged well at all. It's so bad. Like I love it. I, I remember when I watched it, I was just like, God, really? It, it, it was just, it, it was so funny. It, it was it was stupid humor for me. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I I'm like, oh, like, and, and also it's like low key like ableist humor. Well, not really low key. Mm-hmm. It's very very ableist um yeah granted the twist like was like oh okay um i know right but um so that might admire him but i don't know but he he has the biggest heart he really does um because again he's in love with gail who's this Mm -hmm. ambitious smart sleuthy person and then you have sydney who's just dealing with so much shit like yeah all of them like you have the first movie can i mm-hmm. sorry sorry can i like bring something up with scream five? Oh yes yes okay so you know where i'm going with this with the whole i guess they're well they're rumors obviously um that there's gonna be like a love interest between sydney and dewey which i don't like but they were saying like what? the way Yes, you haven't heard this? No, I hate yes, this. I, I know. They were like, okay, 
I literally, I'll send you the YouTube video I watched, but the guy was like, I we're thinking in Scary Movie 5 that we'll finally see this love interest between Sydney and Dewey because there was like a moment in one of the Scream movies, I'm not sure which one, where they kind of just like look at each other and then he's like, okay, like I gotta go. It was like a weird moment for people who don't really stand them together, but like he was all going on and he was like, so maybe in Scream 5 we'll see maybe Dewey and... um Gail got a divorce and he's moving on with Sid. And I was like, absolutely not. Oh, please no. Yes, no. I will jump off a building if they do that. That's disgusting. I don't want it. I hate it. Like, I, I mean, I was going to save this like for the end. But the thing that I want to happen is either Gail or Sid. Uh, well, I was thinking Sydney because I, I feel like they, they've as iconic as Gail, Sydney and Dewey are and as much of a mainstay. I think we're we're gonna be at five movies. I think there's a point where one of them needs to get the axe, in my opinion. Yeah, I no, I feel like I'm I'm preparing for it to just happen. Because I for sure almost thought that they got Sydney in four. I for sure oh like gosh. thought thought it was over for her. I'm glad it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I'm how they handled it. But I think Scream Five. I think one of them they. Because I feel like it's gone repetitive. Because yeah. the, I think the first two were really strong in what they did. Because it's like the the first movie, the sequel, and they they riffed on both of those really well. And then, I mean, we we'll talk about the third when we get to the third. But yeah, then yeah, just yeah. Lost it, and then like they had to pick it back up with four. So I think with five, I, I think I I don't know who the writer is. Um, I forget if they've talked about who the writer is going to be for that movie um i kind of want to look um sorry i'm just looking you're fine and also my sister just walked in to get her phone (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like distracted um oh my god because who is gonna write it oh man I want to. I I want to know, uh, because all all the articles are talking about um that Neve Campbell has agreed. Um, so it's directed by Matt Bettinelli, Open, and Tyler Gillett. So I'm guessing they might be the writers. Never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to look them up because I just I just hope they're interesting. Oh oh my god. No yeah, shit. I just looked it up too. <laughs> I I know what you're freaking out about. Oh I my think. god, the, you the say it. okay, I have full faith in these guys. I have full faith in these guys from what I'm seeing. Ready or not? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm good. Hopefully they make a good decision. <laughs> they I, I, I trust them now fully. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um but anyways, yeah, like Um, so, sorry, trying to collect my thoughts again. But, but yeah, <laughs> I, I hope Scream 5 kind of really, again, does like a big twist, like kind of brings it back maybe to one and gives us something new. Would be awesome. Yeah, but I agree. I feel like we covered one really, really well. Um, I, I mean, again, there's so much with one. I, I mean, it's so iconic literally a cinematic masterpiece oh yeah i I haven't watched it in a while i need to rewatch it 
I probably should have watched it before I did this, but I know. You know. I'm like, I've watched number one and four, and then two and three are just like lost in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like those two stand out the most, one and four. Yeah. Just, 100%. just because once the original, I feel four kind of separates itself because it doesn't feel like an offshoot of one in a way. Yeah. And I, I also think with the amount of famous faces that we see. Yes. In the film. Yeah. As well. A hundred percent. But but I think the I think the funniest thing that I always remember about this film is Scream was released the, the year that I was born. It's like the horror movie of the year it. that I was born. And what's even funnier is uh the first time I went trick-or-treating, um, we were looking for a costume and we found this costume and it was I, I remember it vividly, it was called the Ghostly Screamer. And it was the ghost face costume. But it wasn't called Ghostface for some reason. And I'm just like, what? But that was my first Halloween <laughs> costume as a kid was I was running around with the freaking Ghostface mask on oh my, my face. God, see, I was the one running from Ghostface. <laughs> as you should. <laughs> as you should. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why I did that. But like, the thing is, like, I, I remember that Halloween, um, our neighbors, um, one of the dads um, in their house, they had like, a whole setup where to go to get um your candy you had to go into their house and they had like candles flickering and the their dad was wearing like an old man mask and was like rocking in the chair and so you had to take the candy from him like it, it was just really creepy oh my God. and and i refused to go in the house like i was so scared and i was everyone else like dressed in like the typical like four five six year old costume and i was in this mask and all that like and I just like stayed outside and then he came out and I was like crying and it was awful. It was just like such a, which I feel like that's like my whole life because like I I would watch scary movies. Like I watch um, goosebumps and like be terrified and end up sleeping in my parents' bed because I was so scared. Yeah. Um, But then I would still go back and watch it and say that I loved it. My parents were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, "Um, well now in life I'm like a lot, but back then I was like, I'm fine. I love this. See, that was me and my mom would be, but like, that's me still. Like she'll come in my room and I'll be watching like The Conjuring and she's like, what are you doing? Which by the way, I haven't finished that movie since like the dresser scene because that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and it's I refuse to watch Beyond. But yeah, I've seen ev- all of them, all the other ones, all the other Insidious, but she'll come in and be like, I don't want to hear that you couldn't sleep. And I'm like, I won't. And I'll be falling asleep and be like, what was that noise? What's behind me? <laughs> and like watching The Haunting of Hill House today, mm. I'm sure that that's going to happen tonight. I'll be terrified. I will say Haunting of Hill House, I f- it, does, it doesn't prey too much on like the fear of ghosts. It like preys on like real terrors. Yes. Um, but yeah. yeah. But, uh, but also just, just, you know, The Conjuring and Insidious are two different things. Yeah, no, I know. I was just saying, like, yeah. I've watched those kind of movies. It's just I can't watch the first Conjuring. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah, no, the first Conjuring gets like really intense, but it's good. You have, I recommend you go back and finish it. Just don't watch it at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that- I will. <laughs> That's just the advice because I-, I mean I know it's like that, like the jump scares and that are awesome, um, but you. You need to finish it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I will try. <laughs> we will try. But let's get back to Scream. We cover one. Let's move on to two, which 
I feel is kind of the forgotten, like the hidden gem of the franchise, in my opinion. Really? I think, well, yes. Okay. I thought you were saying like people kind of just like leave it in the dark, but I felt that way with Scream 3. With 2, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. It's just, I don't know, man. That opening scene was like amazing I, to me. I forget what the opening scene is of the film. With um, Jada Pickett. <gasps> yes. Gonna oh, go watch. yes. Yes. Oh, that yeah. opening scene, I replay it, replay it. I'm like, do it again, do it again. It was everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. What a way to sp- spring up some murders in Woodsboro. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, again, it does the riffing so well because it's like, well, well it does the same thing the first film did. It bring, brings on Jada Pinkett Smith and um, Omar Epps, uh, mm-hmm. which were pretty, I, I think they're pretty well known. Like, I think Jada Pinkett at least was doing was a pretty big name at the time oh um, yeah so like it's just such a shock but then like they're like going into this movie and talking about how they don't like it because black people are always the first ones killed and then they're the <laughs> first ones killed in the movie at a, yeah at a screaming of at, at a screening of a uh of a movie Stop. yeah which it's so meta it's so crazy i i i, love I it. agree it was it was so brilliant what they did and i mean like the scene of her just like dying in front of the screen and everyone's like cheering it on because they think it's fake they think it's like a stunt and it's it's almost like a commentary on um just like culture like movie culture and like just desensitization um desensitization to media type deal because it's like huh and then it's just like oh yeah. Then the, when they realize, they're like, "Oh crap, she's she's dead." Yep. And then I I mean I feel like it's um the last film where we really get um kind of Sydney at uh because I feel like in the later films we we get a very different Sydney and I feel like this one is the one that we started out with where she's dealing with like a lot of shit but she's also not taking any shit. Whereas yes. I feel like in the next two, she kind of becomes more of a damsel in distress a bit. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, just a little yeah. bit. Like, I, I feel like she doesn't have as much agency. I feel in this, we kind of, she's very much, like, taking her own. Because, um, I mean, in three, we start out where she's, like, literally in hiding. Whereas in two, she's trying to go to school. She's trying to live her life. And she just can't escape this. Yeah. Type deal. Okay. So yeah, it's a different vibe. Um. Granted, the the thing that got me really excited about Scream Two was that Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it. Um, our girl Buffy, and yes. I mean she's yes. not in it for long, but I I mean her her kills like pretty cool. Yes. Like I, I don't know it I was just, just like a love. fun moment because yeah I, it, just yeah. I love her as an actress, like, yeah. period. Any movie she does, I'm like, yes. Yeah. So seeing her in, in this franchise, I was like, give it to me, 90s. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's one of the queens of the 90s, 100%. 100%, yes. And, like, I mean, I'm really shocked, like, she wasn't chosen for the opening scene. But, granted, I think that would have ruined it. Yeah. Um, Because, uh, again, it was it was very clear what they were riffing on and it was something very different that wasn't touched upon in the first movie so 
I think it worked, but it was just, it was cool to see her. Yes, a hundred percent. I I think she's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, she also like provides kind of because I feel like she almost looks like um a Sydney kind of like duplicate in a way, like same attitude. Like she she comes in with like that Buffy attitude and everything. Like they don't try to play her up as something different, and. Yeah then she does like everything wrong when Ghostface comes, but then she gets mm-hmm. still gets killed in the end. Yep. <laughs> so it's almost like it's like, oh. And so I, I feel like it kind of um put almost like pushes Sydney to be a, a very um to think differently during it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think the worst thing about this film is we had to watch Randy freaking die. Oh my gosh, the heartache I felt. When he gets pulled into that freaking van, which like, I mean that that's I mean, great. Like I hate it, but it's great <laughs> because they're all running around like trying to figure out who is it. Like Gail's running around, like they're all trying to protect each other, and then they all notice that Randy just gets like hauled off, and then they find the van, and he's like mutilated. Yeah, that made me really mm-hmm. sad. I'm like, well, I get. I don't know. I kind of wanted like a more bigger death for him because I, I mean i knew it was coming i knew it was coming yeah. but because he's so like into the horror films i was like give me something big yeah like, like you know i feel I like mean? they would have caught him better but also I, I i feel like again like i feel like this whole movie was like this the person you think is smart might not be that smart they might, might not be able to outsmart this person yeah okay type deal. yeah of course yes mm-hmm. so i i think which again like i that this is something that they haven't done really since. I mean, granted, the the opening of three is they kill off Cotton Weary, but Cotton was just like yeah. such a throwaway character to me. What? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't ever really like, oh no, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like I mean, like I didn't, I didn't expect them to kill him off, but it it still was like, oh okay, bye Cotton, I guess. But when they killed off Randy, yeah. it was like fuck yeah no. i literally had to just sit there and be like the love of my life just died i don't know what to do another part i don't like about this movie is um um uh sydney's new boyfriend oh my gosh see this is what i'm telling you i'm blanking a little bit um, i think i remember I just remembered the freaking cafeteria scene where he sings to her. Oh my gosh! Yes, 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 yes. yes. It was just okay, so cringe. It. it was so cringe. Okay, but I mean, '90s was all about that. You know what I mean? Like I, that was cute. It was, but I don't know. I feel like Scream has avoided the cringe, and they did that. And I mean, I know he's a good guy, and like he—he's another one who like he dies and it's just like what like of all people yeah um but i don't know i i just i can't get over that scene <laughs> it's it just it was too much for me like it's so cute like in, in comparison the scene where we thought um dewey gets it um when um gail's running from ghostface and then dewey is like trying to find her and she's in the soundproof room and he's like trying to get her attention but he she can't hear him because she's in that oh my God, yes. and then Ghostface comes up behind she's like and it's, it's just like this weird juxtaposition like I think it's so smart like it's one of the coolest scenes 
And then do we get do we get stabbed in there, right? Yeah. Like okay, yeah, because that's when I was like, oh my god, they're killing him already. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. But then they did it, and it was fine. Yeah. Well, like somehow he survives. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, Gail was a badass in this movie, and yes, yes, she was. And like she, I think this was the first movie where like you really start to see that character growth because she very much is on like protecting Sydney in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even though Sydney's yeah. like kind of pissed them um, about like the stab movies and her involvement with that. Um, it's very much when things like start getting, she's like, you, you start to see like she starts to actually care, which I love. And then this was the movie where I was like, I, I'm like, Gail is awesome and. I love her and she is my queen. Um, no one disrespect her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we stand, Gail. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that who turns out to be Ghostface is actually kind of cool. Um, because it was no, I'm thinking of three. It because it was Bill. It was Billy's mom, and then yes. Um, it was like the random friend that shows up in like one scene in the movie, which was yeah. strange, but I don't know. Like it, it was, it was, I, I feel like it fit because like Billy's mom like disappeared um, and was like not thought of. Uh, granted, I, I mean, I know someone like questioned the motive a bit because like she was kind of a deadbeat mom. And so it's like, why would she care about Billy now? But yeah. Lori Metcalf, like I love her to death. She's such a good actress, and I feel like she sells it perfectly mm-hmm. because she, when she, sh- because like she comes off crazy as is when she's like um impersonating like that wannabe um reporter that's like stalking Gail the whole time. Yeah, but then when she shows up like with the gun, um at like the reveal scene, it is it's, yeah. it's, it's, she's it's like oh she's really she's crazy crazy like something's not right yeah <laughs> this is um the scene where sydney's in the at the school play right yeah it's after um, okay okay I, it's right when because her boyfriend got strung up by um his like fraternity yes okay yep, yep. remember now i was i see i get three and two confused because i don't really watch them yeah which yeah i i mean i mean i think i think two has so much good stuff in it it does. It really does. Like it's, it, yeah. It, it has some good yeah. scenes in there. Yeah. It like things are coming back to me. Like the scene where they're in the car, and I think it's like I, I just remember a pole going through someone. Like a really gruesome kill. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yes. And, and I, I I can't remember if it's Sydney's friend or someone else because I know Sydney's friend gets it in the car. Um. But I, I think that's something else that Ghostface does. But, yeah. But I just remember that and being like, whoa. Because normally it's just um like like I feel like the the only other like really graphic one is um we didn't mention it, but from the first film, the uh the garage where she's stuck in the doggy door or um yeah yes. and like gets like smushed in half basically. But mm-hmm. Which I, I mean that 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 one is like probably like the funniest, but also like the most gruesome because it's like yeah. she can't get through because she she's like super curvy, and like <laughs> that that's like her whole shtick is she's just yes, and then and so like that's what kills her in the end. But 
Yeah. Yeah, it was Sydney's friend. I know they were going somewhere and then she was trying to get out of the car. Yeah. Sydney got out, but she didn't. Yeah. yeah. Remember that now. Mm. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Like, like I said, I think this one is kind of the forgotten gem. Like, a, yes. Like, it's one, like, I, because I remember people would bring it up on like film Twitter because everyone would talk about the first or like something's about the fourth. But, like, no one would talk about this one. But then someone would be like, oh, Scream 2, I think, is my favorite. And then you go on um, Rotten Tomatoes and, like, these critics' websites. And it's the one that has the highest ratings. And so it's like, why is that? And yeah. I-, I think it makes sense. I think I think there are some, like, horror things that are kind of like, like, oh, we're going to be a bit more picky with this film versus the original. But, I mean, I still think the original is the best one. But I, I like the second, too. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a good one, and like you said, a a forgotten gem. Because look at me, I forgot most of the stuff that happens yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a rewatch one. That's what we'll do. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll watch Scream too. Yeah, literally, watch. probably gonna buy it today and watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> do it! Oh my god! But let's move on to the dark horse of the franchise, which is Scream Three. Yes, because, gosh, like. What happened with this film? Okay, I know, like, um, how do you pronounce her name? Nev Campbell? Yeah. She wasn't in the film that much because she was only available for 20 days, like, to shoot it. Oh. Which is why she's like, yeah, fun fact. Like, she wasn't available for the whole shoot. That's why Gail and Dewey are more of, like, the main characters. Yeah. Yeah, because she she didn't have time interesting i didn't know that yeah. i only know nev campbell in these films like i don't think i've seen her in anything else yeah but this i don't know it, it was just kind of a mess like it was supposed to be like the final one which i'm glad it wasn't mm-hmm. um but i i feel like it, it lost track of what these films normally do because I don't even remember, like, the thing is, when I look at, like, Scream 1 and Scream 2, like, I know exactly, like, the certain things, like, they made fun of in the film. Yeah. Like, uh, like, 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 again, like I mentioned, like, the opening scene of Scream 2, like, immediately riffs on the trope of, um, like, the this um, couple, uh, a black woman and a black man talking about, oh, I don't like seeing scary movies because the black people always die first. And then the ones yeah. killed first um, a- after saying that, like, as if they're aware, but they're really not because they're missing, like, all the rules of the sequel, which Randy brings up and then Randy gets mm-hmm. killed. But this one, I-, I don't remember them doing that. Yeah. I mean, I was even going to say I forgot the opening scene, but this is the one where Cotton Weary yeah. dies, right? Yeah. 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 Which the scene, yeah. like, in and of itself is bizarre. It like, was even just when they were reve- like, yeah, it was like, why? Be- because like i don't know it the the whole contraption of the voice changer mm-hmm. just it it's kind of ludicrous like i understand like suspending disbelief but it it's it's like how does he just suddenly get all these voices yeah to switch between like because in the other films it was always like a voice changer yeah like it, it was like something that like has a specific voice or like kind of like changes the person's voice in exact way. 
Um, and so like it, it kind of made sense. Like it, it felt like it was like part of part of like the culture. But with this, it's like I don't think that would really exist here. I don't yeah. think that would happen. Um, and then um, the I mean like even like the the brother being the killer like her um like unknown brother that i mean granted he's hot um (laughs) yeah i'm probably the only person that thinks that but he's hot i mean uh... i mean if you want to agree with me like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll agree with you because i thought he was cute but the thing is we see him dead Mm -hmm. and I I I was watching the kill count like at this at one point because I, I was like I was like but does like Gail just kind of discover him dead and then walks away but no she checks his freaking pulse yeah like he's dead dead and then he comes <laughs> back like mm, it just yeah but I mean we have some like cool celebrities in this like when I saw Patrick Dempsey I was shocked oh. I did not expect that my at all I love Patrick Dempsey. I'm a sucker for whatever movie he's in. And mm-hmm. when I saw him in this movie, I was like, didn't he? I he thought he was up... the killer for the longest yes, time. Me too. I was like, it's him, but why can they, why, how, like, why are they going to do my boy dirty like that? Yeah. But like, b- because his character was so weird, but. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was interesting seeing him, and then um, Patrick Warburton was also in this as um, the bodyguard. Yes. Um, what's her name? Princess Leia. Carrie Fisher. <gasps> oh my! That's my favorite. That's probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire franchise yes. when they're going to um, because it, it's. I mean, this. I mean, one thing that I will give this film is they did do the thing of having. Uh, the actor characters and then the real um, the real life inspiration. So they had Gail with Gail, Sydney with Sydney, um, Dewey with Dewey. Like they were all there. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, none of them survived, but they were all there. Their their counterparts. Um, but like that scene, like it's just like, oh my god! And and she, I mean, she's so great. I like, uh, I miss her. <laughs> Thanks. Tear. Thank yeah like <laughs> but uh she was she like if it weren't for that scene i probably wouldn't have made it through the rest of the film because it's so it's such a carrie fisher scene like i feel yes. like i feel like they they west Craven just handed her like the script and it's like i want you to be in for this scene and she looks at it and she's like i love it do, uh, she's like i love it i'll do it yeah yeah <laughs> like agree. there was no discussion because it's if like you've read like her books or like seen her interviews like that that's her humor like that's her yes 100 percent. yeah i agree i agree it's so good uh i i would watch it again and again just for that scene it's uh <laughs> it's so it's so brilliant it's so funny because they're like are you and she's like no i was considered from princess leia but know who gets it the one who fucks george lucas and i just like <laughs> I just started screaming into a pillow because I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure George Lucas found it funny too. That they, they have a really interesting relationship because she did the roast of him. Um, when he like, I forget what he won. He won something, some like, uh, lifetime achievement award. Yeah. 
Yeah, but aside from that, it's just, I don't know. It's a mess. Uh, again, yeah. like, we, we don't really see Sydney have any agency. She kind of doesn't have, like, her badass moments. Mm-hmm. Ever, we, we kind of see her kind of be, again, like you said, because she was no longer um, able to be in the film as often. Like, she was only there for 20 days. Yeah. So, like, they, I, I guess they kind of had to maneuver around that, but it, it's just, it, it's disappointing. Like, it feels out of character. Like, I, I feel like they could have done something. Yeah, I feel that, too. I mean, Scream 3 wasn't as memorable to me. That's why I'm, like, trying to remember <laughs> some things that happened. But I knew, I do know that little fun fact about um, Nev Campbell. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch I mean- it again. I mean, another thing that's awful is Gail's hair. Like, oh, her bangs in this. There's literally memes everywhere that are like, text Courtney Cox to talk about her bangs in Scream 3. And I'm like, <laughs> we don't talk about her bangs in Scream 3. Scream 3. Bad. I mean, so someone bad. tweeted, I mean, someone's, um, tweeted about like uh, the picture of her of Gail's hair in like all the movies because she always had something different because in yeah. the first film, she kind of had it feathered. The second, it was blonde right yes it, like it, it was something bit. a little bit different it was yeah. something different um and then the third film we have the awful bangs and then the fourth film it, it's it was very like classic courtney cox type look like <laughs> what she wears on the daily like the because I, I feel like that was kind of like post friends era yes um from what i remember mm-hmm. and um i like responded and i was like I was like, what did Courtney Cox do to piss off a homos- the homosexual that was doing her hair in Scream 3? Because I'm like, I'm like, how do you just let someone walk around with bangs just looking so like uneven <laughs> everywhere? Like it looks so bad. I had and then- I had these bangs one time we we're going to Mexico <laughs> and we decided to just leave like up and like all of a sudden. So I had the Courtney Cox bangs because my mom wanted to cut my bangs but come too short. And they were just like... Yeah, they were just like hers. Exactly like hers. I mean, iconic, but... (laughs) (laughs) But not the time, sweetie. Not the time. (laughs) Oh my god. But, yeah, I'm not sure, like... Again, it's it's the one that I'd probably avoid... Unless I was doing like a full rewatch type deal, because it it, it doesn't give anything. Um, the ending's kind of weird, where like it, it's the door opens and you think Ghostface is gone, and I mean it, it was supposed to be the last one, but there's a reason why it didn't become the last one, yeah. even though it took years. It was it was it was in 2011 when they came out with four, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, 2011. Um. So it makes sense, but like I'm glad that they didn't leave it there because, yeah, it's just it, it was not it. Mm-hmm. It was not it. So I think we'll just move on to Scream Four at this point. Yes, we shall. Because which, um, I think like I think Scream Four did what it had to do. I don't think it's great. Uh, I don't think it's, like, amazing um, to the level of, like, the first, but I feel it really brought it back and really revamped it to make it 
like like almost like the first one almost not exactly but yeah it got back on that track yeah and i agree but like that opening scene too oh yeah like the the like overly meta scene like it was very it it definitely felt like (laughs) it, it felt like the new new version of the originals and also i love how like they kind of considered how much time had passed uh-huh. yep because in the, in the other films like when you do the first one um it's like from the first to the second like they have the one film based on the first being featured in the second and then they go to mm-hmm. the third and they're working on the third film um yeah in the third and so like that that kind of juxtaposes it and then this one because it's been 11 years there's been so many of them mm-hmm. which kind of goes back to the fact that the franchises that came before scream like friday and halloween and nightmare had just a gajillion sequels and a bunch of remakes so like yeah. it kind of plays on that and then like you you don't even know when it comes back to like actually like real people that are getting killed mm-hmm. so it's crazy yeah. so yeah De- definitely like I remember watching that and I was like I was like I was like I feel like I'm back it's back it's yeah, good it's back especially with I think some of my favorite characters were Robbie and Charlie because they were like like Randy yeah you know, they were very like in the film club you know talking about all the horror mov- all the horror um movies and then yeah all the murders of Woodsboro like I loved their characters so 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 much i mean i liked the kind of new trope of or like kind of the more nuanced character of kirby hidden pantier's character yes because she's the one like because like they're obviously like kind of like the stand-in for randy but then she Mm -hmm. comes in and they're like well you you can't know all this stuff about horror movies like it 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 Uh kind of plays on like the misogyny of kind of like the horror community in a way and it's like no, I'm into it. Just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I don't know m- as much as you guys do. Yes. Um, and so mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just thought she was badass watching her. And the rumors are because we don't really see her die in the film. Like her death is kind of the one that's left. Like we don't yes. know what happened because, um, because she gets killed, and then um, I think uh, Robbie gets killed. Um, long after but but we see them come back and see their bodies kind of um turn kind of like it's kind of like a confirmation from the other characters on what happened to them yeah um so like well oh sorry you you you've heard the um rumor that she that they're she's expected to be in scream five right i really hope so i really yes because yeah like she wasn't we didn't see her dead we saw her get stabbed yeah but we we, yeah no yeah go ahead yeah no like she just kind of again like i said like they confirmed like all the other deaths like you have someone coming in after to see what was going on um but with that one we we just nothing Mm -hmm. also another film that has so many like good cameos like we have Anna Paquin, Kristen Bell, Lucy Hale, Emma Roberts, uh 
oh my gosh, like freaking Alison Brie back before she like was really well known was in this yeah. film. And I mean, her character was obnoxious as shit. Like she pissed <laughs> me off. Um, Grant, she was, she was supposed to be kind of like the foil for Gail, wasn't it? Because like, uh... she, yeah, because she's trying to be the, like the new Gail Weathers. Mm-hmm. But she's not. And I mean, Gail in this film was my favorite Gail. Yes. Okay. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just like her being married to Dewey. I kind of got like mommy vibes from her. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, but but mm-hmm. I also but it, it felt like they took what we really liked about her in like the early films, and, and then like, doubled it. Yeah, and just yes. the, made her like made her kind of more mature. She wasn't as kind of like blinded by ambition. She was just quick and smart and like. And she's like walking amongst like all these, uh, all these kids, and like they're she's why she kind of, I think you kind of see her, see herself in someone else for the mm-hmm. first time. Like I feel like with the film, like before, it's like oh, you, someone's playing me. Like you can't play me. And this one, it's like, well, you can't be me. And then like she sees moments of oh, and then Dewey's like, that used to be you. <laughs> yeah. And she's like yeah. shit. Yes. Which and I, I think... love how um, Deputy Judy, she's like trying to get in there with Dewey and she's just like, girl, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I could not stand her. Oh, nobody could. And then I hear that she is also like, it's also like a theory that she might be the next killer in Scream 5. Oh god, please no. I would hate to see her back in the films, but I wouldn't be surprised to see her be like a crazy psycho person trying to do this to get back at like Gail. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. But I, I didn't like her as an actress either. No, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't. I really like the films would be a lot better without yeah. her. <laughs> like, because I mean, I mean, granted, like cops, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but. I don't know that there was just something because I I really enjoyed like um kind of the buddy cops that were beside her like Anthony Perkins and um no no Anthony what sorry I, I said I said like two wrong names <laughs> Anthony Anderson and Adam Brody as yes. like the two cops um because I thought I thought they were like really funny and they had some really funny quips when they got killed um, uh huh yeah especially um Anthony Anderson's like oh yeah la- his death scene it's like my favorite <laughs> i know it's like weird because it's very gruesome but i don't know why it's like my favorite i think just because that scene is like mixed with like oh crap like ghost face got him but also yeah. it was funny yeah i think this is the movie where Ghostface kills the most people yes okay i agree there was a lot of like there's i just remember po- i think yeah this one's like kind of the most gruesome because like yeah. for me i can't handle a lot of like blood and gore I know that sounds weird and I like all these slasher yeah. films, but even that one got me like, ooh, that's kind of gross. I mean, know? the worst one is where they're um, across the way, uh, Emma Roberts' character in Hayden Pants here and their friend is in um, yes. her room across the way and they're watching her just get like, oh basically, basically what I think happened to Randy in Scream 2, but we actually see it. Like okay, they don't yeah, hide yeah, it. Because you literally mm-hmm. see like her insides like on the bed when um Sydney goes across to find him. Yeah. 
which that's another yeah. thing they 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 do make Sydney um again a badass because like mm-hmm. I, I feel again like I feel like Scream Three, she kind of hid away like she's like I I'm just getting trampled by these people yeah. and then she comes back she releases a book, um, she's with her family she's back in um her hometown again, uh, mm-hmm. Woodsboro, and then like all these things are happening and she starts to kind of be a protector yeah um, she's kind of like i've I've been through this shit again yeah i know what's happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, get, I feel that yeah. and as much i as i didn't like emma roberts in this film um i think having her as the ghost face was pretty compelling and i feel like it made sense with how just graphic and how high the body count was. Like, how no one could yeah. get away. Because um, I remember, I think in the last few films, like, Gail doesn't really... Like, she gets away a lot. And so does Sydney. But this is the first film where Sydney almost dies. Yes. And... I agree. Yeah. And it makes sense that, that like, they would get away with this because of... Um, Charlie, because he knows all these things about horror films, so he's like three steps ahead of everybody. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was a huge plot twist seeing um Jill and Charlie behind it all. Yeah, like Jill, I wait, um, Jill, yeah, I, I did not, yeah, I, I really didn't see it. Like, I think there was a point where I was like, maybe because I, I, again, I thought it was um the girl cop because they, they made her really sus. Yeah, really creepy. Yeah. But just, like, nothing, like, fell... I don't know, like, they, they did a good job making it seem like it, it wasn't her. Yes, 100%. I honestly, for a while, thought it was Kirby. Yeah, I almost thought that, too. Yeah, because I was like, she seems very... Like, I don't know why... Why is it that her other friends have gotten into, like, crap and she hasn't yet? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I don't know, just, and then I was waiting for the end for her to be like, it was her. But then once she got stabbed, I was like, well, that cancels her out. Yeah. It was definitely crazy. Yeah. I do have another criticism is um, they talk about like, because like, they, they definitely play into the fact, like looking, um knowing these horror franchises a bit better because, um, they're like when um Sydney and like Gail are like talking to the kids and they're like oh this is what happens in a horror film and they're Mm -hmm. like well this is what happens they're like no no it's changed they've kind of redone it and and that they just kind of it's kind of a reminder that like they're old now type deal like they they kind of play on the generational gap aspect of it Mm -hmm. and um one thing that they mentioned just like offhand was Robbie's character turns around and is like they they won't kill you if you're gay which it's like yeah the, the weirdest thing and it does it only shows up when um Ghostface tries to kill him and he's like I'm gay I'm gay if that helps which it, it's really yeah. funny but I was like I was like I was like damn you had an opportunity for some good representation there I know yeah I agree completely with that agree because- yes because I thought, like, Robbie would have turned out to have, have had, like, a crush on Charlie or something. Yes, and that's what I, like, once he literally said, like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I was like, okay. W- it, I wouldn't it, be surprised because they spent so much time together. 
Yeah. You know, and then he dies and I'm like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, We went this whole movie not knowing that and wow. Yeah, because like the way they set it up before because he's just he's not he doesn't seem into like any but any of the girls Mm -hmm. that they're with and it's very clear like Charlie's the one like trying to get with them and he's like I want to have my horror movie marathon type deal like I want to go do that and so I'm like I'm like is he into Charlie like I don't know I wish they did something yeah and because like again with Scream 2 like they were very focused on like the representation of that because they they made fun of the trope with the black person getting killed first and then mm-hmm. they um have Cindy's best friend be um a black woman mm-hmm. in that film so mm-hmm. I thought like they would do something like this because I feel like in 2011 like it's about time um, yeah. but maybe they'll do it in Scream 5 I don't know oh, I mean I think they did a pretty good job with that in the scream show have you watched that i haven't i need to oh sister you need to oh it's my... so freaking good it's so good it's so good i might rewatch it again it's so oh i my... think i've watched it like six times it's so good i think i meant to watch it because i remember when they released it, i was like oh my god i'm so excited but then it kind of just fizzled like no one yeah. talked about it from what i remember yeah i mean the first like two three episodes you kind of like have to get through um and then it gets like really good and then i think there's i want to say three or four seasons maybe not but yeah towards that yeah towards that ending it's kind of just like okay oh god another show i have to watch damn it yes another one it's it's such a good one i promise yeah it isn't um who's in it is um tyler posey in it um from team wolf yeah i think he is i remember there being like um a super iconic person like that opened like the opening scene so let me see um i really don't want to butcher their names but she's a big one in a bunch of horror movies she's in oh yeah tyler posey's in in the third season yeah yes oh p palmer's in this I'm like, oh yeah, she is. She is. Yes, her name's like Kim. Oh my gosh, I love and that. I need to I watch wanna... this. Yes, Bex Taylor Claus. She's my favorite. Like any movie she's in, I'm in. Like I love it. She was great in Hellfest, and she's so good in this in this um, show. Wait, who was it? Oh, Bex Taylor Claus. Yeah. Oh, and they're um, non-binary. Yes. Okay, I love that. Yeah, it's really good and it does a good job with like everything, you know what I mean? <coughs> oh my gosh. Well, I definitely need to watch yeah. it. I totally forgot that they made a series. Yes, and they, there was rumors that there was going to be like another season and I got so excited and then it just never happened. I mean, like, I'm looking at it, and it looks like it was helmed by Wes Craven, so I'm guessing his death might have had something to do with it. Oh, well, that, there you go. Be- because he-, he directed Scream 4, but then he, I think he passed away a few years after it, so. Yeah. that That's why there was such a gap, because I think they wanted to do Scream 5, um, but I think they were waiting for him to, like, be on board, but unfortunately... 
mm-hmm. no Wes Craven, but I like who we have. Um, so, but, but I think we talked about a lot about Scream Five, but I'm excited since it seems like everyone's coming back. Yes, so, I'm so excited. Yeah, but uh, again, I really hope they bring back Kirby. I think she, I think I think she'd be so cool to have as kind of a new Randy, a new era Randy in the film. Yeah. Yes, and then they're also. I mean, there's this new actress. Her name's Jenna Ortega. I personally, I don't know what it is about her. I don't really like, like, but her acting is like awesome. So, I mean, for Scream 5, I think she's a suspect for Ghostface just because of her, her acting history. You know what, what I mean? What has she been in? She's been in, um, oh, there's this, it's called, well, she's in You, the show You. I'm pretty sure you've watched that, right? I haven't watched You yet. Oh my goodness, T. You got a, you got a lot of stuff to catch up on. That I'm just so all wild. over the place. Like, <laughs> um, because I, I have Shudder now and oh, I'm kind of devoted to it. Me. And so I, wa- I watch like all the shows that are on there and yeah. no one watches any of those shows because not everyone knows like Shudder exists. So like yeah. I'm like, oh I watch Creep Show, I watch the Curse Film series. Everyone's like, what's that? <laughs> no clue what that yeah. is. Um, yeah, so she's in in that show you. She's also in Iron Man 3 and Insidious um 2. Oh. And Jane the Virgin. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like her face <laughs> that bothers me. <laughs> but <She's her> fa- <laughs> isn't that how it always is? It's like, yeah, like, like, I don't know what I don't know why I don't like about her. Like it was me the other day when, like, I said, I'm like, I really don't like Christian Bale as an actor. Uh-huh. And I could never put my finger on it, but I think it's the way he talks yeah. for some reason. It yeah, takes me out of it for yeah, some reason. I, I mean, I see her face and I'm like, ugh. But <laughs> I, I think she, she would be, like, a suspect to be Ghostface. And then Dylan Minnette is in it. Like, I, yeah, I love him. I mean... I mean, I, I I don't like um. Uh, I only know him from Thirteen Reasons Why. So, yeah, uh, I mean, his other films are really like really really good. But I don't know. I'm so excited. I feel like he's gonna be like a Randy, in this kind of aspect, you know, or in this movie. You know what I mean? I feel like for like whoever like the new like kids are because i'm guessing it's gonna like based on that the fact that like they're having these younger actors on it again mm-hmm. and having the older actors is gonna be another group of kids so i think um that like he might be a love interest i feel because i f- feel like he's that type of person oh my god mason gooding is in this yes and he's supposed to be a twin with um jasmine savoy brown oh yeah, so they're supposed to be like twins in the movie. Okay. Well, from what I've what I've heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I think Scream Five is gonna be good. Yeah, I'm super excited. I, I needed yeah. to be here like yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's not one of the films that was supposed to come out this year, but it's getting postponed. Yes. Um, like I, I like that. Like they're figuring things out now so that when it does come out, it's going to come out like we're not going to have all these like weird delays when we know the film is finished. So yes. I'm just glad at that, but I, 
Um, again, I want to see Kirby back, and I want to see them do something really ballsy and kill that off. Um, yes, one of the main crew. I agree. I agree. That's what I want to see. But all in all, um, I die for this franchise. I love it. It's just, Same. it's such a fun one. It's such a fun, like, palate cleanser. Like, after you've watched, like, um, maybe a few Halloween movies or free fr- a few Friday movies or just whatever you watch this and i feel like it just it's a breath of fresh air like yeah i agree it's uh, it's got the humor it's got the the great storyline yeah and it's like it's it's very different like we said yes yes i feel like it like even though it is a slasher i feel like it's in a, a slasher and in, in a category of its own yeah like be, because like when people talk about like the titans of horror or icons i, I just because the the icon of this film is technically Ghostface, but the thing is, Ghostface is multiple people, and it covers mm-hmm. for one character. It's just the mask, so it's almost like like the icons of the film are like the heroes, which is so different. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Which is like cool because it almost gives like agency to, um, the people who are watching because I feel like when you when you go away from something like halloween or friday like you you just see a lot of victims like just a lot of bodies whereas in these film Mm -hmm. like you see the three so that maybe that's reason to keep them but i I know i still think one should go just to kind of shell shock people a bit yeah no i feel that 100 percent. i mean i think my bet's gonna be that it's gonna be sydney i feel they because it, it seems like nev campbell is kind of teetering out a bit like based on the pat, like again, like she was only available for the third film for twenty days, and then mm-hmm. I don't know be, be, because people were like, "Is she gonna be in it?" And she never confirmed. But like when if it was first announced, immediately it was David Arquette was on board, Courtney Cox was on board. Um, they announced the new actors, and then Nev Campbell. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't it, know. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up, but like I obviously I think everyone's expecting her to go. So I think Gail might be the one to go and leave, you know, Dewey kind of like heartbroken and be like, I just want to, and he'll probably move away and just be like, I'm done with this, you know, you know what I mean? And then Sydney probably start a life like of her own. Maybe she'll have like a husband in this movie. Yeah. Maybe a kid. Or maybe she's just a badass who didn't marry. True. Maybe that. True. Because I feel like because I feel like her all her relationships just ended badly for her. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And, and I feel like yeah, they kind of solidified that, that with the last two films. So I don't know if they're gonna give her a person. Yeah. Which I think I I'm mean, fine. Who knows? It's been how many years? Yeah, it's been well, it was twenty eleven, so it's it's almost been another ten years. It's supposed to come out in twenty twenty two, so it'll be another eleven years. So yeah. I don't know so much, but I'm excited. But um, to kind of close off talking about these films, um, we're going to go through and rate each film on a scale of 1 to 10. Um, okay. So I think we'll go with Scream first, and I'll let you go first on what you think you would rate Scream. And this is not based oh, on the other films, just a film on its own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10, 100%. Uh, Literally, like, my cinematic masterpiece. I mean, it, it is, um, I think I give it, 
maybe a nine. I don't know. I, I just don't feel like I, I, I could give it a 10 for me. Hmm. Oh my God. This is like, out. it's not a 10 for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it is for me. <laughs> I love these movies. No, I love them. I just, I, I don't know if I want to give it a 10. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And I don't think we'll get another film like it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think like, uh, it's it's def- it definitely changed up the horror genre a lot. Like I, I feel like this kind of led way to films like uh, Cabin in the Woods in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's another one that's very self-referential. Um, yeah, which I, I hope that maybe um, with this film they kind of go a bit of that route, kind of um, yeah, shock and like play with things a bit more. Mm-hmm. I see that. All right. And then um, Scream 2, what would your rating be for that? I think I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say it like a 7 out of 10. It was really good, but just because I haven't seen it so recent, yeah, it's not fresh in my head. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to say 7 out of 10 because I remember most of it. And it was, I mean, that opening scene alone was like, oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think I'd I'm debating if I want to also give it a 9 or an 8.5. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe an 8.5. I don't know, I can't decide like <laughs> because I, I thought it was really good but I don't know, I feel like it's still not at the point where the original was, but I think it's mm-hmm. just sometimes the curse of the sequel. Um yeah. Uh, especially with a, an original that's so rich and the sequels just kind of, I, I think it got ruined by the other sequels, I feel. Uh-huh. Because I, I feel instead of, because they couldn't replicate the first one, but they could replicate the second. So yeah. so maybe I'll give an 8.5 for that. I mean, I think it's unfair, but I'll give an 8.5 for that <laughs> one. Because I, I think it just like looking back at it, I'd be like, oh, it's so tired, but then, like, wait, no, actually, it's a pretty good sequel. It's just these other ones just took what it did and did again and tried to meditize it and, like, do that and then did it again and kind of got tired, but... Yeah. All right. Then Scream 3. <laughs> well, with that one, to be completely... Like, just like, Scre- just like Scream 2, I hadn't watched it recently, but that one's, like, one that I haven't watched in a very good amount of time so i'm i'm gonna have to give it a six out of ten just mm-hmm. because like i do remember some pieces of it and being like okay it was good but also like you said it was just kind of like what's going on yeah and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot a bit lower uh just because uh i think the major saving grace of it were the cameos uh-huh. um which should never be the saving grace of a film. Um, when like yeah. when the first thing that comes to mind when I think of this film is how awful it is. And then <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Like <laughs> um, she carried it. Yeah, which yeah, no, she it's like it's like, damn, she must be tired from carrying that entire film on her back. <laughs> um gr- granted we did get a, a cool like gale in this film, but I think I would yeah. give it a 4.5 it's just one i don't think i'm gonna go it's not one i feel the need to watch again like the other ones i would this one i'm not sure 
It's just, yeah, I, I, I don't want to know that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> the point five for Courtney's bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, those fucking bangs. Uh, oh my God. I oh know. my God. All right. And then Scream 4, the last one. Oh, baby. I'm shooting like nine. Damn. Yes. When I tell you, I watch this movie a lot. Like, I literally bought Scream 1 and 4, not in order, just 1 and 4 because I enjoy those the most. So, yeah, yeah. 9, just because I feel like they could have done a lot better with some scenes, like you mentioned, Robbie coming out. That was like a big thing, being like, what? Like, it, literally it, went the whole movie not knowing this like yeah it was just it was good but it could have been better yes i agree and then i don't know just emma roberts bothers me too yeah i mean i only love her in american horror story that's it i only love her as madison montgomery and um, yes that's it and that's all i want and um well Coven? chanel oberlin yes. and um scream queens i think she yes. also does that but everything else she just she doesn't do well when she has to do this duality between a character that's has like a, a bad side but also has kind of an emotional good side like yeah which she seems to get often and just like yeah like be- mm-hmm. because i never cared for her and i'm fabulous which everyone's like that's the only time i liked emma roberts and i'm like okay <gasps> yeah uh, sweetie no yeah like i don't know it just yeah um, yeah i feel that um i think for this one um, I think I give it, uh, I think I give it an eight, I guess. I think it's really great. Yeah. Again, I think it is the next to the first, the most rewatchable. Yes. Just, just because, I, again, I feel like it's such a far cry from the other three, um, mm-hmm. with the first being the best one. So I, I think it, it kind of like watching the first and the fourth. It, it, it feels like two separate movies that are great on their own type deal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas the others like kind of like suffer upon association, which I mean, this, yeah. this kind of does too, but like not really. Like I think it, it, it definitely feels in a whole different era, a whole different story. So um, I mean, at the end of the day, it makes me excited for Scream 5. Like, uh, yes. when Scream 5 comes out, I'm at, I'm at the theater opening day, um, premiere and day. And I will be there with you. I will yes, let's be there do with it. you. That, okay. Hopefully at that point. It's po- set. Yeah. Hopefully at that point, we're living together. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's the plan. 2022, right? Yes. Beautiful. Okay. It's in the books. There we go. We have decided. Me and Cassidy are going to be reunited and we're going to, we're going to go see Scream 5. That's what we're doing. And our whole apartment will be decorated. Oh my gosh. Halloween merch. Oh my god. We should just like drag Robbie into it. <laughs> just because. Oh my god. He would hate a year-round apartment looking like a spoopy Halloween <laughs> Good. He would literally be Good. like, um, no. Good. <laughs> Good. I, I, I down we're, we're canceling Christmas gays until further notice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> That's what we're doing. But yeah, so uh to go over our ratings, um, I gave you gave the first a ten, I gave it a nine. Um, you gave the second a seven, was it? Mm-hmm. A seven. Yeah. And then I did um 
uh, a nine or an 8.5. No, no, I said 8.5. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then the third, I gave a 4.5 and you gave a six. Yes. And then for four, you gave a nine and I gave an eight. So, yes. So clearly mm-hmm. if people want to watch these films, they have to watch the first one. Of course. If you watch one, you have to watch the first one. And then the fourth, then the second, then the third. <laughs> Which makes... Maybe just don't even watch the third. Just don't. It's irrelevant. I mean, <laughs> if you if you're oh, a diehard horror who doesn't care, who wants to who wants to watch kind of like the not so great films, like you, you'll find a reason to enjoy it. Like it, it's still fun. Yeah. It's still mm-hmm. fun. I agree. It's just not as good as the other ones and just it, it's kind of it's kind of weird <laughs> it's the cars two of the franchise <laughs> it is but it is it is breaks my heart to say it but it is yeah all right but we still love it we still love all of them true we still love very all true, of them. very true all right mm-hmm. but i think we're coming to the end of this episode but before we leave um Cassidy, if people want to find you anywhere to talk about Scream or whatever interests you have, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram. It's at CassidyMCHD or on Twitter. It's Cassidy with the K5SOS. <laughs> Sorry, whenever I remember <laughs> people have 5SOS in the end of their names, I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, I just found a bunch of merch the other day and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. I love how that's like one of the trends. Like I feel like no other um group has like that trend where like it's literally in people's um Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But yeah. but you should definitely follow Cassidy. I mean, I'm gonna be spooky all month long, and I know Cassidy is, and we've been spooky since beginning of September. So baby, August over here. Oh my! I I think I was kind of in August. I think I mean I'm yeah. I'm year round. Let's be real, we're year round. True, true, one hundred percent. It's just like I think when like September hit this year, I was like I'm like I'm in it. I have to make sure oh, yeah. it's going on right now. True. Yep. Yeah. Um. But then um. But thank you for those. Hopefully, people will follow. <laughs> I know that's such a weird <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm plugging myself. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Segways are weird. Um, yeah. But if you, um, as always, if you want to um, find me, um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Queen Timothy I. That is K W E E N because I am Queen, the one, the only K W E E N. Then Timothy T I M O T H Y, and then I as in the first because you know <laughs> but you can follow me again um twitter is for all the crazy shit um instagram's for the pretty shit and then tiktok is for um uh spurts of creativity every so often <laughs> uh, it, i'm very seldom on there i'm very seldom on instagram but um that's because i'm not really leaving the house as much anymore but um i will be in universal at the end of the month um well i'll be in florida so i might stop by disney um especially since i got some comp tickets um yes i uh, will be there literally next friday i'm so excited for you (laughs) 
Someone's I was going to go to Universal, but like you're not there. And I want to save that for a special day because you know Universal. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go for Horror Nights. I'll bring, I'll bring you to your first Horror Nights. Yes, That'll be please. a thing. That'll be another thing. Yes, we'll, please. Yeah, yeah, please. We'll do that. But I mean, granted, like, <laughs> kind of dumb for going to Florida of all places. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, as far as I know, I am not traveling anywhere that's not the theme parks and my friend's house um because i don't trust anywhere else um i only trust the places where they're actually taking it seriously um where the governor is not breathing down their neck saying you have to follow my orders and they're like we're private property we don't have to listen to you Um, yeah which is good on them um but yeah but uh, also, I oh, I, I just remembered. Um, I also have to um, uh, plug for um this podcast because we have a, a separate uh, uh, Twitter for um in the Queen's Throne Room. So, um, to get any updates on when new episodes are coming, uh, uh, guest uh, uh, guest uh, the I can't I can't think of the word um guest opportunities on the show, any of that that'll be on ITKTR podcast um on Twitter. Um, so you can follow that for any more updates. Um, but yeah, but uh, thank you so much, Cassidy, for being on. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was the biggest, like, I mean, I got I was super nervous, but I mean, it wasn't that bad. Thank you, Tibby, for this opportunity. Of course. I'm so happy. I was like, of all people I have to bring on, I have to bring on Cassidy. Because I, I remember oh. you telling me, like, oh, my God, you're going to enjoy the rest of the Scream film so much. And yep. and you were right because <laughs> they are fantastic. I'm yeah. I'm so glad I watched them. I'm so glad because we've been talking so long. I know, it makes me sad. I know, but again, we're gonna live together, so it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's fine. We have so much time to catch up. Yeah, we do, and we we're <laughs> in a pandemic, so better off um apart. But with True. that in mind, before we go, um, as much as it is um, spooky season, um, it is also election season. Uh, big, big presidential election um, coming around if you um, haven't noticed. Um, if you haven't, um, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> especially if, you, if, if you're not from the United States, um, may, maybe like you're better off not knowing. But if you are, um, pay attention. Um, uh, uh, but it's an important election and um, we need to get um, the Chio dusted fraud out because Amen. I'm done. <laughs> We're all done. 100%, uh, yes. Um, and it's starting to get really bad um, and he just needs to go. So make sure to vote. Like th- this is not the year to be like, well, I'm done with politics. I need to go away. No, um, we yes. need to get him out. <laughs> needs to go 100 he needs to go the cheeto needs to go (laughs) the cheeto gotta go it's gotta go um and then also again as i mentioned we're in pandemic we're in a pandemic uh i mean i know that's tough with um spooky season because i know a lot of people want to go trick-or-treating they want to do parties they want to do all that but like just be as safe as possible like party with the people that you've been like quarantining with like just be smart about it like wear your mask if you go out continue to social distance wash your hands like that we we can't just wait for this vaccine to come we gotta take care of ourselves and take care of other people 
as um, Lady mm-hmm. Gaga says, wear your damn mask. It's a sign of respect um, because <laughs> it is like just try to save 2021 at this point because 2020 is um, a lost cause. Like we only have yeah. like three more months at this point. So, mm-hmm. but as per usual, continue to be the kings, queens and non-binary monarchs in your life and I'll see you back in the throne room. Keep it spooky! Hello, Loyal Royals. It is Timmy. Again, your favorite host of In the Queen's Throne Room. I'm here to give a little plug um, to something that is going on on Twitter and um, Instagram, I believe, uh, for this um, spooky season, this Halloween season here that I kind of wanted to talk about a bit. Um, if you know Rodney, um, my wonderful uh, repeat guest on the podcast and one of the co-hosts of Disney Tea with B, um, he is hosting a special kind of arts fest on Twitter where he's just trying to get everyone to kind of share more of their art, um, all Halloween-based, spooky-based art for the Halloween season. And I just kind of want to plug for that. Um, the hashtag is seance, so S-E-A-N-C-E at home 2020. And it's just all about kind of uplifting all the creators that exist in the Twitter and Instagram spheres. So definitely something that you should check out. Um, and it will, will de- you'll definitely be hearing about it um, from time to time throughout October since it will be covering the entire month just as we are covering this uh, all the horror movies this month. So definitely check that out. And um, as always, I'll see you back in the throne room. Goodbye. <laughs>